Welcome. I'm Mandy, a former history teacher. And I'm Evita, a former mechanical engineer. We're both married with four kids, two two boys, boys, two two girls. girls. We're two young professionals turned stay-at-home moms, navigating all facets of homemaking one step at a time to help you become the mother and wife you are called to be. Welcome, ladies. This is another bonus baby step. And in this episode, the short episode, I'll be covering canning and preserving food in general. So canning was something that really, I think pretty much everyone became interested in when COVID hit, which was a dismay to me because I had been canning before. And pretty soon there were no lids to be found, mason jars to be found, and it was this hot commodity. And I think since then, a lot of people have given it up, but I want to encourage you, you, if you've ever thought about canning, it can seem daunting, but I'm going to go through four things about canning that'll kind of give you a good sounding board to start. So number one of my tips is start small. People can kind of like really want to can everything when they start and they can start canning weird things. And that can be really off-putting because that type of canning is not usual. And also, when are you going to use that? So when I say start small, I mean pick something that you and your family consume a lot of anyway and that you're going to try to can it now yourself instead of buying it at the store. So this can feel like a long and laborious task at first, but don't fret. It gets much easier the more you do it. I would suggest a good place to start are with jams, jellies, or applesauce. The reason being is they're really easy to make and they're very forgiving. So, and there's like a multitude of recipes out there. So you could try whatever you want with this, but they're very easy to do. And so that's where I would start if you've never canned before and you're nervous about it. And the nice thing about this is you can go pick like your own berries at a local place, or if you have a garden, you could use your own strawberries. So the last couple years, I've been blessed to have a garden with strawberries that my husband tends for me. And so I go and pick those strawberries and then make strawberry jam every year. So whatever you want to do, whatever types of jellies you think you're, and I would say keep it simple. There's a lot of crazy jellies out there (laughs) and jams. Honestly, I follow the pectin recipe that comes in the pectin, but it's a good place to start. Okay, number two, just some canning basic tips, but sterilization seems really scary to a lot of people, but there's some really easy methods out there. So what you need to sterilize are the jars, the rims, and the lids that go with the mason jars. And they've made it really easy. Nowadays, you can actually just put it in the top rack of your dishwasher. And if your dishwasher has a sanitize button, you push that and that means it'll get hotter than normal and have a sanitizing uh, cycle as part of that. Or you can boil it and just leave it on like low to medium and just let it boil a little bit and then they just sit there till you're ready to can. So that's really the first part you need to do is sterilize your jars and try to do it pretty close to when you're going to actually can things. Uh, You don't want it like sitting or it defeats the purpose. And then the water bath part is basically just putting your jars full of your good goodies, 
jams, whatever, jellies, applesauce. And you're going to put that in a big pot of boiling water. Now, if you have a canning, uh, whatchamacallit, pot, you can use that. Um, I've heard people do it in their pressure cookers, like their Instapots now too. Or you, if you just have a giant stock pot, you can do it in that as well. Just make sure you put something between the jars and the bottom of the pot um, so they're not making full contact. So if you have like a rack or something, you could put it in. But whatever you have, you can make it work. And this is called the water bath. So it's processing times will vary um, how long and processing time just means how long you're supposed to leave it in there. And it varies usually by elevation, but a lot of recipes tell you exactly like, okay, if you are not in Denver, Colorado, basically, um, can it this long? Like usually tomatoes, anything tomatoes are like 20 minutes uh, in there. Jams are a little shorter. So just follow the recipe. It usually will tell you exactly how you're supposed to leave it in there. All right, my third tip is once you start getting comfortable with canning and it's something you're genuinely interested in, you want to continue, get the right tools. It's so much easier when you have the right tools and it's worth it to invest in it if you're going to continue. If you're just trying it out, I wouldn't go buy all the tools right now because you very well could just... But definitely once you're getting more interested, you can go out and buy the tools. Now, the biggest tools I suggest buying are number one, the canner. And this is nice because it has a rack built into it and you can lift the rack out of the boiling water and then you just take the jars out. It's so much easier than futzing with a stock pot that you have or other things like that. And like I said, it's got the built-in rack, which makes it way easier to lower the jars in and to bring the jars out. Also going off of that are the tongs. Now I'm not talking about any type of tongs, but canning tongs. These are a lifesaver. I can't tell you how many times I've canned without them and dropped a jar onto the floor and hot jam went everywhere. It was terrible. So these tongs are nice. They grip any size mason jar and then you just pull it out of the water bath and it makes it so much easier. You don't get burnt. Your jars are safe. You're not cleaning up the stickiest, most sharpest mess you can think of. So I would definitely suggest getting the tongs. And then the last thing I would suggest getting if you're getting more into canning is a funnel. And this is so when you scoop your jams into the jar or you're scooping applesauce or salsa or whatever you're canning, the funnel just makes it so much easier to make sure all the food gets in there and and not get it all over your counter. So I definitely would suggest that. And then my last tip is as you progress, you'll get a feel for the process. So stick with it. Um, I've gotten it down to be really efficient now where I sterilize the jars as I prep the water bath. I'll like get my water boiling, I'll throw the jars in there and then I'll start making my jam or whatever I'm doing. And by the time those are sterilized, I'm ready to put the jam in them. So it can be really fast and efficient. Or I put them in the dishwasher the night before and leave it shut until right when I'm ready to can, so it's good to go. Then what you're gonna do is scoop everything into the jar, you're gonna process it, and then you're gonna set it aside, let it cool, it'll make that cool pinging sound as the lids are being sealed. Uh, and you'll, tomatoes take a little longer, so the longer you process, the ping doesn't happen. So it can happen like a couple hours later even, so don't freak out if they're not popping down right away. They usually will. Once you get a feel for like the easy stuff, you can progress to like salsa. 
or other things, tomato sauce. And my favorite thing about this is we've really gotten our garden down to meet our needs for canning. So I have a salsa garden and my husband goes out and we pick all the tomatoes and everything that goes in the salsa. And then we have a canning day where we just make all the salsa, can it all, put it down in our basement in our pantry. And I've done this with tomato sauce too. So you can really progress into your canning and try different things. You can can corn. I prefer to freeze it personally, but you could do that. So it's really neat if you have the ability to have a garden to kind of plan for that and then preserve it so that when you have harvest in your garden, you don't have to eat it all right away, but you have something you know you're going to make it with. I actually made a list of all of our garden produce that we were going to have and made sure I knew exactly how I was going to use it because one thing that drives my husband nuts is when he would grow all these things and then they'd rot because I couldn't use them fast enough. So when you're gardening and you're plotting out your garden next spring, really think what you're going to use, how you're going to use it, and how you're going to preserve it so you don't have to eat it all at once. So I really recommend planning ahead of time. Look up recipes ahead of ahead of time. No one harvest is going to be. So know your berry season in your area if you like jams or your apple season. Um, or maybe you don't even have apples where you <laughs> live. But whatever, wherever you live, if you kind of just get a feel for when things grow, when things are ready, or when you can get them in the store and they're not super expensive, that's the time to kind of plan these things out. So anyway, those are my four kind of tips about canning. Uh, it's not as finicky and daunting as some people make it seem. So I would definitely suggest if you're interested, go ahead and give it a try. And you never know, you might turn into a Buddy Crocker canner before you know it. All right, see you next time. You got this, Mama. And don't forget, God walks among the pots and pans. See you next time.